Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Paper Outpost. This is the Paper Outpost Junk Journal podcast. Welcome, welcome. This is the joy of junk journals. Hey, everybody, settle in. We're in the craft room today. Actually, we're walking right now into the kitchen, and we are uh, pulling out our hand-dyed papers out of the oven. Stop. Okay, and uh, so today, I uh, I just recently did a couple of videos Um uh, actually, the next one will come out tomorrow on mass making and some tips and tricks on making different things easily and effortlessly. Yes, that is Holly, my African gray parrot, right on cue. As we come into the kitchen, he wants to know what's going on and why he doesn't get a snack. Um, your snack is coming, honey. I'm sorry. I haven't gotten to it yet. I will. Um, but I'm pulling out these really pretty, ouch, 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 hot papers out of the oven. And, uh, but yeah, I wanted to uh, add some extra thoughts, a little more in depth of why we mask make. Why do we mask make as a junk journal makers? Um, one simple reason is you want to replenish your stock so that you have things grab and go at the ready. Okay. Um, yep. There's the bird <laughs> never fails. Okay. Let's go get the snack now. Why don't you come with me? Hi, Holly. How's me little fluffers? You doing good? He's doing dandy. Would you like a carrot this morning? Yeah? Okay, let's get a carrot. Yes, the carrot is approved. And how about a little piece of walnut? That's good? All right, let's start with that. Now, you've already got all your kibble. There we go. There we go. Hey, you're welcome. You're welcome. I think that's a thank you. Um, okay, so um, why do we mass make? I think we mass make, number one, to replenish our supply. That would just make sense, right? But I think it goes deeper than that, and here's why. Um, I think that um, we also mass make, it's kind of like why some of us organize or clean, uh, whether it's our craft room or other areas, it helps our mind organize and put away things uh, in our heads in safer happier places so that we we have a lot of information that comes at us every day a lot of stimuli a lot of uh, people pulling on our apron strings uh, needing help um, doing this doing that and then we have to recalibrate ourselves and go back inside to settle and I think that that's part of the intrigue of mass making is that the repetitiveness it's kind of like the art of motorcycle maintenance where you're just doing something over and over again it's kind of never done you know it's like laundry you go in there and you you do it and you do it and you do it and uh, you number one you get the great feeling of using up your scraps which is awesome uh, and uh, stuff doesn't end up in the landfill and you, and all the money you spend on stuff was well spent because you're turning everything I mean, apparently he's done with the carrot. Uh, absolutely everything is being used, or just about, and that's pretty darn cool. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, but then also, uh, it can allow your brain to relax. 
because it's not a lot of high pressure. You're working with little bits and bops, little scraps. You're using up what you've got. You're feeling good about that. And you're kind of in this little Zen mode, which makes things very relaxing, strangely relaxing. Some people do experience this as they clean their craft room areas. Other people, it doesn't feel good. It's like, oh, I gotta clean the craft room. I'm going in. I'm going in, rolling up so that not that drawer. And I find that um, uh, myself, I probably dread the cleaning. But then when I'm into it, I'm like, oh, I'm so glad I'm doing this. I feel so good because I'm getting all the dust out of the little corners. And there's something therapeutically settling about it. I don't know. It's everybody's built differently, but I think. It's not unusual because a lot of us clean and mass make and um, almost we have to, uh, we have to clean because just when you're a collector and that's what <laughs> the junk journaler tends to become is a great grand collector of things that your world will become very small very quickly because of the astronomical amount of paper that you manage to drag home like the dragons that you, you uh, slay, you just drag them home and then you put them, you know, someone you, and you say to yourself, I'll get to that one day, I'll, I'll be pulling that out, I'll remember I, no, no you won't, no, no it doesn't happen. You got to get in there and, and, and fair it around and remember what you dragged home because there are dragons from days gone by hanging out in there and I'm just looking around in my craft room right now and I can see some dragon's tails hanging out of stuff that uh, need to be dealt with and you know it's 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 a good thing um, okay so mass making what's going on with mass making well number one I've been hand dyeing a lot of paper um, a lot of regular copy paper I generally um, hand dye 20 pound Amazon copy paper in white and um, it seems to hold up very well. It's meant to be typed and written on paper so it's very good. It, it survives the, the hand dyeing process, the avocado dyeing, the coffee dyeing, the specialty ink dyeing, all these types of things. Um, and uh, so I'm really happy with that. And now this year I've added also hand dyeing some cardstock, um, some lightweight cardstock. And uh, I thought that might be fun to play with and make things out of. It's a little sturdier. You can buy it in different thicknesses. I think the one I'm working with is 90 pound weight cards. Is it 90 pound paper or 90 pound cardstock? Let me go look at it. It's different. Like the, the, the poundage changes when you're talking cardstock versus paper. Although thick paper to me feels like cardstock. But if you pick up a greeting card, sometimes they can be very thick, the old ones especially. Okay, so let's see, what do they call this? Okay, one is called vellum bristol cover, and it's only 67 pounds, but it feels thicker than a regular piece of paper, definitely. It feels just like the 90 pound, what is this? D what, okay, digital letter white cardstock. So 90 pound white cardstock is uh, what I'm using now, and it's um, thin enough to be used for very sturdy book pages, like signature pages, or they could be the covers of signature pages, or, um, you could make envelopes and stuff like that. I think that would be really, really, really super ultra cool. And that would be a lot of fun. I can't wait to do that. I could just like go and do that right now. Um, <laughs> I, it's, it's, I get myself so overly excited about these things. It's, it's kind of fun. Uh, I hope you, I hope you do too. <laughs> um, and then half of these ideas scamper out of my head before I can write them down and then they're gone. So, uh, but yeah, today started off with doing a whole bunch of hand dyed paper. So I had this lighter, lighter, lighter weight cardstock um, compared to, I guess I still call it lightweight cardstock, but it's 110 pound, which I use for the print and mail um, 
printable downloads, the vintage digi kits that I sell in my Etsy shop. Those I put on a little sturdier paper. So when somebody cuts one of those out, a lot of the work is done. In essence, it's nice for a pocket or a tuck or a book card or a bookmark or something like a book card. What's that? A journal card. I have now invented the book card. There you go, everybody. Run with it. Feel free. Uh, make your own versions. I know it's kind of crazy. Um, and uh, it's, they're just sturdy. So you can do stuff and you don't have to reinforce or double up or do any of that stuff. You know, kind of that part's done. But um, I had this other stuff. And um, so I thought, well, why am I sitting on it? I'm nesting on it. I'm literally nesting on it. It was tucked under my desk and a pile came up to my knee. So I'm thinking, I, you know, let's do something with this. Let's mass make. Let's, let's hand dye mass make, Pam. Okay, so I've got... Um, I've got this really pretty blue. It's very like an antiquated blue color, really pretty. And um, then I've got this really pretty pink that looks a lot like the avocado dye, but it's done with a specialty ink and it's really kind of cool, it's very easy. And um, what else is it? Okay, what's coming? Oh, and yeah, I, I'm doing some coffee dyed ones too. Those are in the, in the soaker right now. And uh, so yeah, that started off the mass making this morning. So I'm in this, this whole excited field and maybe you're feeling the excitement of January too, like, oh, it's fresh, it's new, let's get started. Let's, let's start off on a good foot. Let's start off um, fresh and let's organize and let's enter 2022 with some direction, with some purpose, with some freedom of what, you know, our creative little minds can flutter all over the place when we have space for them to do that and that's what I'm trying to bring back into my craft room not the easiest thing I'm not going to kid you it's it's not a quick job <laughs> for me anyway and um, uh, thank thank you very much for uh, uh, coming along for the ride on Fridays when I do a little bit of organizational cleanup videos because uh, that helps me um, and um, I can get through these faster and we have fun together it's so much more fun to clean with you guys. You have no idea. Um, it's like little crickets when I'm here by myself cleaning. Um, but I major advances. Okay, with the mask making. So this morning, uh, okay, so we were making, yes, Saturday? No, Monday. Monday. Um, uh, we uh, And tiptoed into the world of mask making. And just I wanted to share with you some basic ideas of how to have fun mass making some simple easy tricks that even beginners can jump right on in and have fun gluing and cutting and making some stock for their junk journal of some day and then um, I wanted to advance it a little bit so today's it's actually going to be tomorrow's video is um, um, the next step or, or just some alternative things you can make with scraps and mass make and uh, they're a lot of fun and um, so you get to see those coming out tomorrow and um, then I also what did I organize okay so I organized my yeah my paper stock which I had to I had to I had to wrangle that in like a like a, is anybody else watching Yellowstone? I just started it. I just I heard it's like on its fourth season, but I'm, I'm like I just I just discovered it. I didn't know about it, and now it's everywhere. That's all I can see. But I had to wrangle it like a like a steer with a like a cowboy and like wrangle my paper under control. So it's all in my craft room now. It's all under my desk, not the uppy downy desk, um, the electric desk. It's under the stationary desk. Um, so there's lots of room under there. It's out of the way. Sunshine shows no interest. Oh, big, big news. Um, I've handled my cord problem. I'm so excited. I mean, this 
It's the small things in life, isn't it? But um, I have a little puppy, if those of you don't know, um, but he um, he is curious about electrical cords and I'm always nervous about that. So I've tried to hide, maneuver, uh, shield from him my electrical cords because he'll go along the wall and pull the cord out of the wall. And he does this in my office, or my husband's office, nonstop. Now he comes here and he wants to chew on the cords in my little craft room. And I'm thinking, uh-uh-uh, I don't want an electrified uh, barbecued puppy. You know, that makes me nervous. So I somehow took, I got down on the hands and knees, crawled down there and I looked at all my electrical nonsense. And I said, okay, we need to, uh, we need to streamline this. First of all, First things in order, we need to take all out what is not even being used. And I can tell you, I found at least three cords that went to nothing. That's right. They were plugged into this uh, surge protector thing and they went nowhere. It must have been, you know, electrical devices I just don't use anymore or something. So I curled those all up and I wrapped them up in little elastics, which I know will break, but that's all I had at the moment. And I put them away somewhere else because I have this thing about getting rid of cords because you might need it one day. And there was one time when I got rid of a cord and then I needed it and it was very expensive to replace. So I have a bit of like cord let go fear. Anybody else? Anybody else? Um, So I have this little box in the garage of cords of unknown purpose. Yeah, (laughs) It's, it's getting pretty big. No, I've gotten rid of some, like if I haven't used it within five years, that device is probably gone and I won't miss it. So I probably hang on to them for about five years and then I'm like, okay, you can go. So yes, I've streamlined the cords. So I mass removed the cords I'm not using. And then I only have one plug on the ground and it goes up and the surge protector now sits on the chair. And that's where the snake of octopus cords actually lives. It's got my computer, my sewing machine, the electric desk. Eh. Oh, the phone charger. But it's it's built for that. It's like, you know, it's enough amperage or whatever it is. So it's all good. But like stuff like that, you know what I mean? Like it's not really sexy. Nobody talks about it. But you got to get your cords organized, you know, because it can be a fire hazard. It can be a... Um, um, I almost fell over a cord the other day. So that was a big instigator. Like you need to do something about this. You're going to break your neck. You're always going back there to get to your drawers and uh, the dog's going to get electrified. Handle it, Pam. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So Pam came in and said, all right, boom, and it's done. Okay, so feeling much better about that. What else happened in here? Hmm. Oh, Matt, speaking about mass making, um, I mass make my fundals. Yeah. Those are the collections of um, old papers, old antique and vintage papers to make uh, junk journals with. Um, So when I make those, I just make a ton, as many as I can make. And I have um, a banister, like up in my... The second floor of my house is all open and there's a banister that runs all the way around. It's horizontal and I just put papers down on that thing. It's like this giant mass making event. And uh, so I cut all the papers and then I organize them in the different types of papers as I lay them all out. Like I, I grab one page of this and I go around and I put it down 20 times. I go to the next and put it down 20 times. You know, and, uh, and then this goes on for 100 plus 
uh, pieces of paper and uh, plus extras. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, I get my exercise that way. It's actually really good for me. I, at first I thought, oh boy, this is going to be tough. But you know what? I, I enjoy the process. So I, I would never, I don't, I think I'm going to, like, I like that. That's good. It's good to get all out of the craft chair every once in a while, stretch your legs, move around a little bit, you know, take a walk, go down the street, stretch, um, have a snack, yep, <laughs> all that kind of stuff, because uh, um, we got to bring a little variety, a little body movement into what we're doing. I, I think it's it's critical for our, our health and our well-being. What do you think about that, Sunshine? I think that's just dandy, Mom. Sure, I like, I'm all about walks. I know, he loves it. And often I'll play with Sunny as I'm doing the fundals because he follows me, so... Um, it's very handy to have some toys that we can play fetch with up there. So otherwise my ankles get eaten. <laughs> he's the funniest thing, you know. I mean, you guys see him. He's so sleepy and so like a dog, you know, you know, I'm telling you, that little that little uh, little muffer face comes to life at the end of the day, right about uh, 10, 11 o'clock at night. He's got more energy than we could shake a stick at. And uh, he is all over the place and gnawing on our ankles. Doesn't matter where we are in the bed. Doesn't, doesn't matter. He wants to play and so we play with them and uh, we actually uh, sleep with lots of dog toys yes we just have to it's just we have uh lammy who else we got in there we've got um uni eunice eunice is the unicorn there might be two eunices and um you know whoever else happens to be around they're just like little little toys that he loves to snuffle and chew and uh, we have a lot of fun with that so um yeah mass making i think serves a lot of purposes you can mass make bows. Wouldn't it be fun just to make, just sit down one day and just make like a, a hundred little bows out of your, uh, you know, your strings and your embroidery floss and your trims and your ribbons and your sari silk. And then you'd have this whole collection of little bows. Maybe we'll do that together. I need to do that because sometimes it's, it's so much better if things are at the ready and you can just grab it and pop it on there. And then it's so much fun. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting like excited about that right now because I have two big drawers full of, um, one is the pink drawer, the pink trim drawer, and the other is a caramel vanilla drawer, which has some scattered other colors in it that obviously don't belong in there. Um, but somebody was saying that they organize according to type and not color. And I'm wondering if that's the way to go. Should I have all lace in one drawer? Well, that's, it wouldn't fit, number one. I'd have to use two drawers for sure. But maybe that would be better than the way I'm doing it. I don't know. I, I feel like, hmm, I need to create a better way to use what I have. First of all, the first thing, the first order of business is always knowing what you have first. And the only way we can know what we have first is if we open those drawers and then we clean them out and then we look deep to find out what's actually in there. This will also curb unnecessary expenditures as we traverse the earth, uh, finding other things to Google at, thinking that we need everything that we come across. And um, it's okay if you do. I've been there. I've stood in your shoes and I have I have dragged it all, all the dragons home. And uh, But there's also some great sense of, I don't know, it's like a great feeling when you actually use what you have. Look at this thing. I totally forgot. It's like a giant uh, hand-stitched heart. That's really beautiful. Now that would be an awesome journal cover. Yeah, it really would. I really like that. Hmm, maybe we can do something like that on the video. Okay, somebody write that down. And, 
yeah, that, that's how it is. You know, you don't know if what you don't know, or you, you forgot what you knew. How about that? There you go. And um, <laughs> all day, every day around here, you know, um, a lot of things are happening. Um, lots of videos are being made. Podcasts are being made. Projects are being created. Um, I love spending time with you guys. I love reading your comments. I love answering your comments. Um, I love reading your emails and answering your emails. And uh, um, what else? Let's see. Oh, gosh. I, I like do my best to try and keep up with uh, everything. And sometimes I can't keep up with everybody and I apologize. But I know I do read them and I, you are in my heart. And I am working on getting back to everybody. It's a mission I don't know that I'll ever complete. But I... Um, um, uh, it, it means a lot that you reach out. So thank you so much for that because, uh, um, it, it's you guys that keep the engine going. Um, I get a lot of people, you know, saying thank you for being there. And I'm the one that really should be thankful that you guys are there. I had no idea that you guys were there. Um, you probably had no idea that I was here when you came along and originally found me. So I'm thankful we found each other and that uh, we're just hanging out and having some good old crafty fun and crafty time together. And you never know where this will lead. We are um, exploring and making new things all the time and uh, looking at things with new eyes. And I bought a whole, talk about mass making. I bought a whole pile of stencils, like I needed those, like a kick in the head. Um, and I haven't opened them yet, but we're gonna, we're gonna have to have some stencil fun coming up soon. Oh, what's going on? Oh, my computer made a funny noise. It said, like, hello, what is that? Are you trying to tell me something? I never know. This house is full of bings and bells and stuff. I don't know what half of them are. I can't even recognize my, my phone ring. I got this new phone so that, uh, um, you know, I could record and do stuff, and, and it has new sounds. It, it lost all the sounds that I had on the other one. So if a family member or my husband calls, they don't have the normal ring that they normally would. So I get these weird sounds coming in from all different directions. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> It's like Hotel California. You can't get out. Um, and then, you know, the phone or the oven is beeping because the papers are done and the bird is chirping. But you know what? Somehow in the background, it's, it's, um, it's, it's comforting. Yeah, it's comforting because it says that there's, um, there's, uh, there's, there's activity going on and there are things that are happening. And that's a good thing because that's the way life is. You know, as long as we are thinking and we're breathing and maybe we're even having a little fun creating, whether we have purpose or not for our creating, it doesn't matter. No, it's just the fact that uh, we're still here and we're making a tiny mark in the world with our, our paper projects and we're having fun along the way. And um, you have anything to add to that, Sunshine? No, I think you pretty much covered it, Mom. That was good. Okay, thank you. <laughs> You're so reassuring. I really appreciate that. Um, Anyway, everybody, I hope you're having a grand day. You deserve tons of fun, way more than you think. It's okay, and you can't overdose on the stuff. So there you go. How about that? So um, please, uh, um, you know, sign up for my free monthly emailed newsletter. If you haven't checked that out, you get a free digital image. My videos come out Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays, and Saturdays. Podcasts, Tuesdays, and Thursdays. My Etsy shop, I sell fundles. 
uh, and I also sell vintage digi kits and I have an Amazon shop where you can find my favorite tools and supplies. I have a Facebook group. Um, I have an awesome set of um, admin and moderators who are doing a beautiful uh, job at uh, keeping it a safe and happy and creative place for everybody. And uh, you can find all the links in the drop down description box on YouTube uh, for all this, this kind of stuff. And you can find me on Instagram, Pinterest, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook. And um, remember, everybody, that fun can be simple. Create with reckless abandon, and we will see you next time, or hear you, depending, <laughs> at the Paper Outpost. Take care. Bye-bye. <laughs>